Guess what, everyone? It's season two. Thank you so much for being part of the Spillet journey with me and tuning in to the Spillet podcast. Spillet is a show where I get to speak to inspirational people and share inspirational stories to connect people together, inspire people, and everybody should be learning something new. Spillet is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm over on Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers are able to be part of the conversation by joining in and leaving comments as part of the live streams. For more information on Spillet, to find the links for the live shows, find upcoming episodes and guests, to be part of the show, or to support me by joining the official Spillet Patreon or get yourself some merch, head over to the Spillet website at www.spillit.uk. Hi everybody, Marcus here from Spillet. I know it's been such a long time since we did an update on the episodes, but I just want to say a massive thank you for bearing with me. All the episodes that we recorded just before Christmas, so throughout October and November and December, will be slowly uploaded over the next week. So make sure that you do stay tuned for those and give them a listen. And drumroll please... Season 3 will be launching very, very soon. So yeah, plenty of episodes to catch up on, all releasing over the next couple of weeks. And yes, Season 3 is coming very, very soon with a bunch of new guests, some more returning guests as well, and a lot more shenanigans and a lot more tea will be spilt in the future. Stay tuned. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Spill It, a show where I get to speak to inspirational people and share inspirational stories to connect people together, inspire others, and help people learn something new. My name is Marcus, and I'm going to be keeping you company for the next 10 minutes or so until my fabulously amazing guest... Tanya Gore will be joining us for episode 74, You Are Beautiful. So make sure that you stay tuned for Tanya's appearance in approximately 10 minutes time. If you haven't checked out our other episodes yet, then you can do. All you ever have to do is head over to the Spillet website. That is at www.spillet.uk where you'll be able to find all of our other episodes that we have done since we started way back in 2020. And you'll also be able to find links to the podcast as well. So you can listen to Spill It on the move. There's plenty of other things available to see over on the website as well. Things like supporting me by heading over and joining the Patreon, links to be able to leave reviews, etc. Also, there's like the merch store. You'll be able to get yourself... A brand new Spill It Beanie hat to treat yourself. You know, why wouldn't you want to do that? It's amazing. You know, get yourself a Spill It Beanie hat. They're on sale at the minute, actually. £3.50. That's, a, you know, a killer of a buy. You know, if you want in a brand new Spill It Beanie hat, then head over to the website and go and grab yourself one. There's loads of colours available as well. 
Okay, okay. Do you know what? I am parched. Parched, I tell thee. It's time for a little bit of tea. That is right. It is tea time. Okay, are you ready for me to spill a little bit of tea for you guys? Here is my first bit of tea this evening. Don't blame us. In the media recently, there has been an MP, a little politician, little slimy politician, who has decided to say that due to the uprise of female idols, female lead roles, so, for example, Jodie Whittaker playing the Doctor in Doctor Who, and, of course, Scarlett Johansson playing Black Widow, and that was a blockbuster hit this year. Because of the rise of these female lead roles, boys have nobody to look up to, and so, therefore, male crime is on the rise again. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Politician. I'm, I'm, I, I, I do remember, of course... All of those females who committed crimes and committed rape and committed attacks on society and all of that law, there are now all who were in prison. I'm sure that didn't happen. You know, we have talked so many times on this show about equality and how we need to take ownership of our actions and ourselves. And for this politician, this idiot of a human being to say that the the reason that males are committing crimes is because they don't have role models to look up to is absolutely absurd absolutely absurd i cannot piece that together in my head take ownership the reason that men not all men of course but the reason that men are committing crimes is because they are committing crimes. They are not nice people. And it is as simple as that. Don't blame women. This is the thing. This is what really, really does my head in. So when, for example, a woman wears what she wants to wear, she looks in her wardrobe and she goes, I'm going to wear this outfit because this is what I want to wear. This is how I want to feel good. And then leaves her house and goes on a walk and then has comments, whistles, gets sexually assaulted or whatever over the last few years is always been the men that say well she shouldn't be wearing that control yourselves men control yourselves that is like the patriarchy in a nutshell another thing that a man has said to say oh you know what it's it's not me it's not us it's not us let's put the blame somewhere else take ownership of your shit it is as simple as that. That is my opinion, okay? Shoot me if you want, but that is my opinion. I, I feel like I'm a feminist right now. I feel like, you know, pretty much am. <laughs> but in all seriousness, take ownership of your shit. There are plenty of role models out there, and why shouldn't we have more role models for women, for people of the LGBTQ plus community, for people of colour? Why shouldn't we have those types of role models? They have... For years, for hundreds of years, there have been males in the limelight for people to look up to. And women and LGBTQ plus people and people of colour, BIPOC people, there has not been that representation out there. You can tell I'm really angry about this. <laughs> but that was, 
I, I needed to talk about it because it really annoyed me when I saw that article. And I was going to post things everywhere around it. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to vent on Spill It because that is what this platform is all about. It's not. It's about, obviously, telling inspirational stories. And I hope that, obviously, through me venting to you guys at home, I maybe inspire people to think, you know what? Maybe I should just own my shit. And that, ladies and gentlemen, thems and friends, was my tea for today. Okay, she has been waiting very patiently in the green room, letting me ramble on about men (laughs) for a while now. And it's time to bring her out to the the Spillet studio to share her story about body positivity and body confidence. I can't wait for this episode. Here she is. It is the lady of the hour. It is... Tanya Go, hello. Hello. <laughs> how, how are you? I'm okay. I have got COVID currently, so if I do go off coughing, I do apologise. Oh no! <laughs> when did you get COVID? Got it from work. When did I get it? Wednesday, a week ago. Uh, how have you been feeling? All right. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay now. Oh, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Don't get uh, it. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you jabbed? Jabbed. Just before I got it as well, I had my booster on the Saturday. Right. So, yeah, I'm kind of glad I got it. Because I was going to put it off. I'd be like, eh, eh. But I was really ill off the first one. So I thought maybe I should get it back in my system, actually. And now I've well, got it in my yeah, system. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. What they're saying as well is obviously the booster doesn't, it's not that it eradicates the, the, the virus from you. What it does is that it lessens symptoms. So it's not actually that bad. And I'm assuming obviously when you got the, when you got the booster, it would have lowered your immune system slightly anyway, which obviously would have made you more susceptible. Yeah, I'm, I hope that you're okay anyway. I'm, I'm glad that you're, uh, you're okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, hey, talking over it. <laughs> <Me>. <laughs> Okay. Emma has joined saying, yes, beautiful lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is that before we get into it, because obviously I'm really, really, really excited to, to talk about this. And we've been wanting to tr- do this episode for a while. But I don't want to do that straight away. What I want to do is play a game. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to play a game with me? Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. It is this or that. This or that is a game that I play with my guests. It's just a nice little icebreaker. You have a, you have two little options. You either choose this or you choose that. It is as simple as that. I can't make it any more easier. Are you ready to play? Yes. Awesome. Well, those who are watching this at home right now live, make sure that you play along at home as well. Flood the comments box with your this or that too. Guys, if you are listening to this on the podcast, feel free to play along. Unfortunately, me and Tanya can't hear you. So you might be shouting your answers out to your steering wheel or to (laughs) the person who's walking next to you as you're going on a run in the park. (laughs) 
uh, you know, feel free to shout out your answers. We can't hear you, unfortunately, but it is nice to play along as well. Here we go then. Question number one. Overseas holiday or staycation? Overseas. <laughs> Has to be hot, though. <laughs> I don't do cold. <laughs> we don't do cold here. We don't do cold. <laughs> Save or spend? I'm a terrible spender. Spend. <laughs> I'm terrible. Honesty <laughs> or others' feelings? Honesty, because then I'm not a liar and I hate lying, so I'd rather tell you the truth so it doesn't backfire. Yeah, yeah. I would hate to not say something. Like, say, for example, somebody looks really ridiculous and then, like, say, for example, they were wearing an outfit and they were like, oh, do I look good? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you look fine. And then we go out and then they see themselves and they're like, oh, why did you let me go out like this? Like, I would rather... Stacey Solomon one. But Joe Swash, no. I go out in tights and you could see her knickers. An actual oh. woman had to come up to her and be like, they're very see-through. Oh, so, I've yeah. not seen that. <laughs> I've not seen well, that. Is that recent? That's recent, yeah. I'm going to find a photo of it, guys. I'm going to post it over on my Instagram and my Twitter. So watch out for that. <laughs> it's hilarious. Lovely flowery knickers. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. TV or book? TV. Yeah. <laughs> movie at home or movie at the cinema? Depends what it is. See, like, I had to go and see James Bond. I had to. You can't. That is just not a film you'll you'll see at home. There's just there's just no way you need that big screen, especially for James Bond. I think you're right. I think there's certain films that you just have to see in the cinema. But if it was like Toy Story, I'd, I'm all right at home. <laughs> no, Disney, you've got to go to the cinema. Nah, no. nah. Yeah. Like Venom, you want Tom Hardy on a big screen. You want, yeah, you want all the big screen for that. <laughs> Ocean or mountain? Ocean. Mm, yeah, there's something about the ocean I quite like. It's, it, I find it very therapeutic. Yeah. Horror movie or comedy movie? That's a tough one because I like both. Comedy horror? <laughs> <laughs> Fair movie. I'm sick of both. <laughs> yeah. You're going to go with comedy horror. You're going to yeah. mix the two together. Yeah. <laughs> Winter or summer? Summer. Yes, 100%. All of those people, by the way, if you are listening to this and you are one of those people who during the summer, it was really, really hot and you were complaining, saying that you were really looking forward to winter, get in the sea. <laughs> Not a fan. This is all your fault. Yeah. Soup or a sandwich? Sandwich. Yeah. I think us Brits, because we have to be mindful uh, that there's people that listen to this overseas. Oh, big up Norway, by the way. Thank you so much for tuning in. Got a notification to say that we'd hit Norway. Congratulations. Um, but yeah, us Brits, we put anything on a sandwich. Absolutely anything. Get two pieces of bread. We will put anything in between that and we will eat it. So yeah, I think sandwich all the way. 
working alone or working in a team? Ooh, working as a team. Yeah, I think working on your own can get really lonely and we're a sociable people, aren't we? Yeah. Okay, and your last one of the evening. Would you prefer to wear a jumper or a hoodie? <sighs> hate both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear either, but if I had to choose, it would be a jumper because I can't stand the fact of taking a hoodie off and then pulling your shirt down. And... <laughs> I can't do it. So jumper. <laughs> I, I have to disagree. I'm a hoodie person and... Yeah, I absolutely love a hoodie. By the way, guys, if you head over to the Spillet store on the www.spillet.uk, you'll be able to find some Spillet hoodies available to purchase. <laughs> Cheeky little plug there. That <laughs> was this or that. Some amazing answers there. We've had so many people jumping in as well. So a quick check into the comments box. We have seen Katie joining saying, hey, Tanya. And then we have got plenty of overseas coming through. We have got people who would prefer to spend. Sophie obviously prefers honesty. She wouldn't, she wouldn't like to be... Uh, covering things for people's feelings. Stephen, on the other hand, is a liar. He'd be like, no, you know what? No, you look beautiful out there, knowing the fact that you look horrendous. Tanya really does tell the truth, sometimes brutally, says Jess. <laughs> I knew I should have shared that I was on this. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people joining in saying that they prefer to be uh, to watch a film at home as well. Uh, Stephen saying it's so expensive now at the cinema, which is really, really true. Actually, you need a second mortgage now to go and watch a uh, go and watch a film. At the you cinema. know what? If you go to, I think it's called Real Cinema in Chorley, three pounds. Okay. Really, three pound fifty. That's amazing. Yeah, me and Emma went to see James Bond, £3.50. Can't argue. Nice. Yeah, can't argue with that. We've got splits here with the comedy and horror. We've got Stephen Wilson wanting to watch comedy along with Deborah Cade. And we've got Lisa preferring the horror and Linda preferring the horror as well. Yes, lots and lots of really, really, really good answers there. Thank you so much for joining in. Now... Let's get into it because I've been wanting to talk about this for the longest of times. And when you got in touch with me, I was like, yes, 100%, <laughs> let's do it. Now, we've chatted a little bit offline. I've got to know a little bit more about you. But for those people, and I mean, I doubt that there's going to be many people watching this right now because I think your whole fan base is watching right now. Your cheerleaders are there in the comments. But for those people who may be listening to this who have no idea who you are, who the heck are you? Okay. Uh, so I'm Tanya Gore. Um, I'm married and I've got a daughter that's three and she's the devil. But she's okay. She could be okay. Um, I'm a community support worker with additional responsibilities. So that's adults with learning disabilities. Okay. It's fab. It's the most perfect job. I would tell anybody to do it. Um, and basically... I've not always been the skinniest of girls. And 
I'd rather pick food over <laughs> what people think of me. Like, if I want to have a burger for my breakfast, I will. Why can't I? <laughs> but another thing is, my mum's always brought us, well, me, I reckon so, to kind of just embrace who you are and, like, don't be scared. Um, I've got a few of my cousins actually watching, so that they'd probably agree with that. And they'd probably agree that I am who I am as well. Lola, I've got the cats coming up on the table. You can't get on, <laughs> can't get on the screen, I'm sorry. Um, and I have, obviously, a lot of friends as well. Um, and I, re I remember... I have always kind of worn what I wanted, but in the same breath as well, I have always cared what people thought. Mm -hmm. So I'd maybe like knock it down a peg or two and be like, I don't, I don't really want to wear that right now as much as I love it. And it was only when last year me and Adam managed to get away to Greece um, when COVID had hit, we managed to go away for five days. And I've always wore high-waisted bikini. And I put it on my Instagram, fat underscore society. Um, and the amount of love I got, because it was like, why is society saying that bigger girls can't wear a bikini? And the amount of love I got from it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to change my profile, my Instagram to a, like a, a business one. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much my personal life. It's more like trying to give inspiration to other girls and be like, just do what you want. Wear what you want. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I love that. But, I mean, you said that you haven't, you know, you've you've never been like the skinny girl, if you will. Was it, What was it like? Was you all, like, was you on the larger side when you was in school? And what was that experience like? No, I was small at school. I was like the petite, size eight, long, strawberry blonde hair, not ginger. <laughs> um, and it was just like, you know, when you go out around town, I was skimpy outfits, the lot. And when I did start putting the weight on, and I don't know, I don't know how it happened, I did stop with all like, oh my God, what is happening? Why am I getting this size? And it did kind of, I think it would with anyone really, it's like, what is going on? And then you kind of, your, your whole thing changes, like I can't wear that, that might as well go in the bin and you get, get dead depressed about it all. But I've kind of always had the same mindset of still wear what you want. It took me a long time. How old was I last year? 32, it took me to be like, what, what, why am I not dressing how I want because I'm scared of what society will say or think? It's just not right. Yeah, you, you're completely right with that. It's, it's the way that we are conditioned through media to accept certain beauty standards. And we have, we've always been pushed to have the the skinny people that that's glamorous and that's beautiful. That's what beautiful is. And we see it in like with pop stars, for example, where they're having to not eat like pretty much anything just because of the fact that they have to look a certain type of way. Otherwise they will be deemed not to the beauty standards of the, of the 
world, and so, so therefore, you know, they they starve themselves or whatnot. I mean, we've 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 just we've seen it with uh, Nikki Graham, unfortunately, passed away because of uh, anorexia and, and bulimia, and you know, that's the route that people go down to try and get what society deems as as beautiful. And it's it's so inspiring to see that you've kind of embraced this part of you of, of you and you've made it it's not like who you are, but you're more like you've you've you're wearing it like I don't care. And why mm-hmm. should I care? What what does it matter what these people think? And I used to have that type of mentality when I was younger with like different clothes that I would wear. I never really had it with the way that my body looks it was more the clothes that I wear I'm gonna wear this because this is what I want to wear and I'm just wondering what kind of process goes through your mind when you're trying to if you will retrain your way of thinking to be more of a I don't care what people think I've always I I remember like when I was about 19 and it was like I really want to wear them pink skinny jeans and I was with a guy at the time and he went We'll go get a pair. I'm like, no, no, I can't. I can't do that. I got them and they were a size too big, but I got a pink belt and I got a pink top and I wore pink because I wanted to go for that Avril Lavigne kind of look. Mm, That's what yeah. I wanted to go for and pink. And I'm like, oh, I just don't have the balls to do it. And I think it started from there to be like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through this emo phase as everyone does. I'm going to do it. Um, and it's, yeah, I, I don't, it was only, like I said, it was only last year that it just went, you know what, you're going to, you're going to help other girls. You're going to embrace it. You're going to promote it. You're going to be there for people and be like, and why don't you want to do that? My inbox, since I've started on my personal Facebook, so from people that I actually do know, have messaged me paragraphs of being like, you're an inspiration to me. Don't ever stop what you're doing. My Instagram is full of girls as well. Um, And this year in summer, I actually um, met up with a girl, pink hair kind of girl on Instagram. She has like 5,000 followers. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to reach out and see if we'll do a photo shoot. And went to her house. We did lingerie, the lot. And I've, I've thanked her because if it weren't for her, I wouldn't be still doing it I don't think I think us girls need to give each other that kick up the bum and and like praise and give thanks and just be amazing because you're all amazing (laughs) (laughs) what has been the response like from other people on social media obviously you've said that it kind of took a life of its own over on Instagram when you first posted that photo what was that process like what did that feel like when you saw this being bigger than what you you would have expected yeah it was really good because I'm like Adam I've got 99 likes (laughs) (laughs) he's like okay okay um so that gave me the boost of like your heart and like oh my god you look great and it's like they don't see what my brain is picking out that isn't good. So it's like I, I'm trying to forget and kind of not concentrate on from the side view 
I've got a belly. Whereas other people don't see that. They just see you look fab. And that's it. I just, literally just from that, I did. And like this year, we went to Malta and I bought a thong bikini. And I've oh. never, ever, ever <laughs> wore one. <laughs> I just, I wore a thong bikini bottoms in Malta on Popeye Island in front of my mother and father-in-law. Congratulations. <laughs> well done. Like, that's amazing. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And it was and like, it, the back of my head was niggling, like people are staring at you, you're too big to wear that. And it was like, whatever, <laughs> just, just go, just go. <laughs> yeah. So trying to fight it, fighting it all the time. Uh, Olivia has commented saying, you're amazing. I need your balls. They're out for hire if you want. <laughs> and Stephen's coming to saying bigger girls are fun. <laughs> skinny girls have attitude. Ooh, controversial. It is controversial. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that skinny girls have an attitude. I think. I, I think it's obviously. I think he's just playing. But we're not saying anything bad about anybody who is deemed as skinny. We're all about body positivity today. And we all come in different shapes and different sizes. And it's not about the size. It's about what you bring to the table with that. So, But even if I'm going to work, I wear what I want at work as well. And there is comments like, oh, my God, as if you're wearing that to work. And I'm like, I like it. Like, you've got balls. And I'm like, I know, I know. So even at work, they're kind of like, oh, wow, you look great today. Or there's always some kind of comment and like, oh, I love your confidence. I'd love to wear that. At the moment, I've got into PVC and like leather leggings. And stuff. Oh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you would never think a size 18 would be like able to wear that mm. again. But. Again, the amount of people that are like, you look fab. But yeah, I feel great. And I think well, that's I've... another thing as well. If You've got to love yourself too. Yes, definitely. definitely. You have got to love yourself. And I think that's the first part of breaking through that wall that you kind of build up, if you will. The moment that you love yourself, you are able to then just break through that wall and it doesn't then matter what people think or what people are saying or, you know, the looks that you may get because actually you love yourself and that's what the resounding feeling is. The moment that you start loving yourself, the moment that these things just don't matter anymore. It does bring me nicely onto my next question. So we've talked about the people out there, the great response and all of that lot. and. I'm just wondering, have you encountered those nasty little critters online called trolls? Not yet. Oh, really? Believe it or not, not yet. No. Nice. Okay. How would you handle a troll online then? Depends what they say. Um, but I have got depression and anxiety anyway, and I am mm. on tablets for them. So I guess with my head, I could. I could just take it with a pinch of salt and write back. And maybe be like, thanks for your input. Um, or I could just cry. So I don't know, but I've I've also still got a husband I could always vent to. 
and I've got friends and I've got family. So until it happens, I don't know, but it will probably go around in my head for, for quite a while. And I'd have to, I'm very good at being like, seeing the positive out of a negative. So I'd rather concentrate on a positive rather than a negative. So that's what I'd probably try and do. It's like with driving, if someone cuts you up, what's the point in getting up their arse and beeping? I just, it's everything's fine. It's okay. Let's keep on driving. You know what I mean? So I, I try and keep that level head. Well, Linda disagrees in the comments. Linda said that she wants to bury them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come to, I'll come for you then, Linda. You can do it for me. <laughs> Emma Rose also said that she'd hunt them down. <laughs> yeah. And Stephen said, you're a lovely couple to know. Oh, that's to both of us. Thank you so much. <laughs> <coughs> oh, bless you. And Sophie's jo- Sophie's going to be joining uh, Emma as well. So she'll be, with em- uh, she'll be with Emma hunting them down. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've... The- the troll community online is obviously something that people do worry about. However, we deal with trolls every day. We 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 deal with people's looks and people's what what they say behind our backs all, all the time. Obviously, the trolls online are a little bit different because it, it's just a keyboard warrior. It's somebody that is protected by that screen in front of them. Uh, they can be whoever they want to be, if you will. Now. Our, I'm a firm believer that our worst enemy is ourselves. Yeah. We are our own worst enemy. And we have our little inner saboteur, if you will, our little voice in our head that tells us these things and points out our flaws and tells us that we're not good enough and that we can't do certain things. And we then start putting limits on our on ourselves. And you said it before that when you've wanted to wear a certain type of thing or when you have been walking down the street and you think, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I shouldn't wear that or maybe I shouldn't act this type of way or maybe I should just turn it down. And that obviously is our saboteur that's telling us things like that. And I'm just wondering if you'd be able to talk through how you personally kind of hush that little voice up. I go, God damn, you look good. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly Uh, if you feel good in what you're wearing then that voice should shut up because if you look in the mirror you're instantly like yep that looks good or oh god them shorts are really small change your shorts that's it I don't have that you shouldn't wear that anymore I don't have that your belly's hanging out because they always make sure they're high-waisted. So you kind of, I think with me, it's knowing what will suit my body shape and I don't really want to offend anyone and have my belly hanging out. So I would wear high-waisted shorts, Mm -hmm. but I'd still wear a belly top. Yeah. My my main issue with me is because I had a cesarean, I have that pocket. So it does always kind of, it's always there. And it's the one thing I've always said to Adam that I absolutely hate. I hate it. I want to get rid of it. And he's like, I don't even notice it anymore. And since he said that, it's like, well, if he doesn't notice it, then why am I noticing it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've even chucked all of my sucker in a knickers away because I'm just like, embrace it. Just embrace it. 
and it's a lot comfier. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about the body confidence, body positivity. So you've got people, obviously, that you've helped, that have inboxed you and told you that, obviously, you're really inspiring. So let's do some of that this evening. What are we going to say to people out there who may be feeling some type of way, maybe feeling quite insecure? How can we make them feel a little bit better? Oh, that's a hard one. Because normally I have like the person in front of me and and they're saying like, I want to wear this outfit. And it's like, well, do you feel good in it? Do you think you look good? Like I said, I've always said, I'm here if you want to send me a picture. Because then that's another thing. I think they just need somebody else to be like, does it look good? And nine times out of ten, they do look good. It's just you've got a your confidence with it. I think that shines more than your outfit. If you walk into a room and you're just like, hello, then they've got to be like, yes, I like that. That's it. Good job, girl. Terrible. <laughs> Jenny has jumped in saying, fuck the haters. Thank you, Jenny Simmons. And she has also said, big girls are beautiful. Janet, is it Janet or Jeanette? She really doesn't give a toss about what people think, and I envy her for it. I work with Janet. Janet. (laughs) I work with Janet. She knows. She knows. I'm just like, good morning, everybody. And they're like, oh, my God, it's 8 in the morning. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just constant. I'm just that ray of sunshine. I don't so know. Tell me, what what's, what does a day look like for you then when you are doing things like this with, with people? Oh, every day is different. Um, but I literally, I get up, take my daughter to, to nursery, come back, I have half an hour brew. Then I'm off to work. I've got either the radio on or I've got my own music on. Um, and I'm, I'm happy. I'm a morning person. I'm not a night owl. I can't do it. Um, and I literally just walk in and I'm like, good morning, everybody. And they're all like, <laughs> I'm like what, what's today? What are we doing today? I'm on it constantly. And then it's like, you just have a chat. Um, God, yeah, I'm just always just this ray of sunshine. Don't you agree, Janet? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I try not to let things get me down. And I don't know if it's just how my brain's wired. I, I, if I am feeling down, you'll know about it because I just won't laugh or I'll just have a, like, a little smile. And then it's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. But it helps also to talk, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So if I'm feeling down, I, I would rather get it off my chest. But obviously with depression and that, you feel like a burden too. Oh, it's a vicious cycle, that one. That is, that's pretty bad. Um, but I've had dark days. I've gone back on my tablets recently because I just couldn't fight it anymore. I think I was off them for about two years and it was like, finally, I think I think I do need the help. And after that, oh, my God, my mood swings. It's like only when you're off the tablets and you're looking back, God, I was a nightmare. So I've definitely seen that I needed that help. I thank God I got it. Jeez. Yeah. I think it's worse for a woman as well with your periods and all sorts. Oh, mental. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
So what do you hope to gain from being this, let's call it what it is, so having this social media presence? The Being A, and it is true, you are a social media influencer. So what do you hope to gain from that? <laughs> Literally, all I want to gain is to have my inbox open and try and help those women that feel like they don't have the confidence to wear what they want. It's like on my Instagram, back in summer, I'd have my, my shorts on and my belly top, and I'd be like, come on, girls, get your crop, crop tops out. You look amazing. Everybody's beautiful. You're gorgeous. And I would just keep on posting half-naked pictures and in, like, lingerie, because I want girls who are bigger they can wear a bra and thong if they want. If they think that they look good and the fellas or whoever it is likes it, then why shouldn't they wear it? And if you feel amazing, because I tell you what, I spent like 300 quid on Ann Summers. Oh, my God. I didn't do that. Um, but I really liked it. And I thought, you know what, Ann Summers, not all of them in Ann Summers are the bigger size. So I'm like, I like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear that. And some of the pictures that I've put up and it's like, oh, God, you look great and stuff like that. And I'm like, you all can do this. You can all do it, all of you. Just put it on. That's it. That's all you need to do. What advice would you give to somebody who is constantly comparing themselves to the beauty set standards set by the media? I think it's hard for the younger girls at the moment, isn't it? Mm -hmm. God, what they're seeing at the moment. Like me and Adam will just be wherever we're going and we'll see teenage girls face full of makeup, the hair, the outfits that they're wearing. And I'm just like, my God, I remember I was in like rock ports and trackies. Mm. Yeah, because we looked great then. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I worry for my daughter at that age to think that, the only way that she could be pretty is that I want to bring up my daughter to be like, you don't need the makeup. If you don't want to wear the makeup, don't wear the makeup just because you have to fit in. Don't wear that if you don't like it. I want her to to wear what she wants. It's like Adam once said um, when he was in high school, he wore Converse and he got called clown feet, mm. but he wore them because he liked them and then they were fashion. So I don't I don't follow brands. I've got a massive, fluffy, feathery, furry yellow coat that I absolutely adore. You can see me in miles away. I don't kind of do that, follow what you should be wearing. I go on my own. Um, but I do worry, and I think it is it really is a hard one, that one. Because like I, I can't talk, I've got eyelashes on and I've got my eyebrows tattooed. But that's so I don't need to do makeup every day. I can just get up now. I don't need to draw my eyebrows on, I'm done. <laughs> but that helps to make me feel good as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is a hard one for that. It is tough because everywhere that you look at the minute, I mean, look what we've got on the media. So we've got, the Kardashians, for example. We've got those in reality TV shows like Made in Chelsea and The Only Way is Essex and all of those. We've got people who are growing on the TikTok platform 
you know, where they are showing off their, you know, ripped bodies or they are showing off, you know, their nice bikinis or whatever. And these young people are being influenced by these, you know, celebrities and, and personalities online. It is worrying to think about what, you know, how they are going to grow up and how they're comparing themselves, subconsciously comparing themselves mm. to these personalities that they see online that the media and society has deemed as a beauty standard. And it is a shame, really. Yeah. What would you, because you've mentioned, obviously, your daughter, what advice can you give to, and this obviously rings actually to, to something that you brought up at the very, very start, that obviously your mum, you know, helped you realise that obviously you are always good enough and that, you know, it doesn't matter what people think. What advice would you give to a parent who is bringing up their children in this world at the minute? Well, I do have nieces and nephews as well. Um God, I can't even because there's so there's so much different things going on. You've got social media now, mm-hmm. and a lot goes on behind closed doors that way. I'm lucky enough that my nieces are gorgeous anyway, and they don't need it. And I do kind of say that to them, but you're beautiful anyway. So maybe it is a case of they need to be told. Maybe like with Alice. We've always said well, we are going to be saying to her, you don't need to wear that that makeup. You're beautiful anyway. Um, and, yeah, it, I think it is as well. A lot of TV shows I've got a lot to answer for. Yeah. Like for Love Island, I do. I love it. I do. But it's like when I, when I see them girls coming out and I'm like, Jesus, they look fab. They do. They do look amazing. And I want to go on it so bad. <laughs> just go in in my bikini and be like hello everybody i would love it i would love it just to be like oh look there's a fat bird oh look at her she's ace and like yeah embrace it and everything's fine um but i think when i was watching that i thought i'm gonna get a thong bikini i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and i did and i did it (laughs) so good so uh, i mean sticking on sticking on actually the the love island theme so i think was it last year's or the year before i i don't watch it uh, at all i refuse to but i remember <laughs> seeing it in the media that there was uh, the first plus sized uh, woman going on the show I, I remember it was a couple of years ago and she was nowhere near what what people would deem as plus size at all like there was nothing to her and they were <laughs> they they plastered it everywhere saying the first plus sized woman entering the Love Island uh, house or whatever they call it. And it just, it's, it's things like that. I mean, I see it when you scroll through TikTok and, and you see people and it says something like, like hashtag like body confidence or hashtag plus size. And there's nothing to <laughs> There's literally nothing to them. And it boggles my mind to think that these people think that this is plus sized. I, 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 yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> it gives me a headache. 
what, what people in the comments, what what size is a plus size? Yeah, there you go. So, guys in the comments section right now who are watching this live, please drop a comment on which size you would say is plus size. Also, for anybody who is listening to this on the podcast, feel free to drop an email or drop me a DM over on Insta with what you think is plus size, and we'll discuss it on a later episode as well. But yeah, it'd be really interesting to know what people's thoughts are. I bet you nobody's going to comment because nobody wants to... <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to offend so they're like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, um, <laughs> maybe we won't say, we'll wait for some people to answer first before I put my answer. But there you go. So we've got ah. Sophie, who is started with 16 plus. Uh, Lisa has commented with size 22 plus. Jenny has commented saying about 16, I'd say. Linda, apparently now 16 to eight, uh, 16 or 18 is average. Say, or maybe 18. I'm intrigued, Lisa. Why did you put 22 plus? Jody, I, I would say 16. Jody, but agree with 16 plus. Say. Yeah. But I'm at, I'm in 18, and I would say I'm definitely on the plus side. Yeah, Lisa Marie Garner-Jones says size 22 plus. Um, just a quick explanation. That would... Uh... We can yeah. discuss that. That's that's interesting, really. So we can that discuss that. I think nowadays they are saying 16 to 18 is the average size mm -hmm. of the women nowadays. But I do think from 16 is a plus. That's, that's your curvy. But God knows. 16 and 18 are the biggest sellers today. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, it is your average size for for now in the UK, of course. In the UK, 16 to 18 is your average size for, and obviously is the biggest sellers mm. for, for clothing, etc. 16 is average, Lisa says. So if 16 is, so say for example, so I'm assuming, okay, so I've got it. So 16 to 18, if we're saying that that is average now, then it can't be plus. And I'm, I'm assuming this is Lisa's mentality. So if 16 is average, then plus would be would have to be more than that. Yeah. Tanya, you know I've always been on the bigger side my whole life. Yeah. Lisa's my cousin. Oh, there you go. Katie, <laughs> it's hard to buy decent clothes on the high street for bigger than 16 to 18 girls. I hate it. Oh. So yeah, some really interesting comments coming through there. Thank you so much for... For commenting, feel free to keep on the comments. And also, don't forget as well, if you've got some questions for Tanya while she's on the show, then drop a comment and we can we can discuss it. So there you go. Sophie's dropped another comment as well. Unless you shop at H&M and then a size 14 is plus. Shocking sizes. I Shopping is so frustrating. <sighs> <laughs> because... <laughs> Because the sizes are different where you go. So I, if I go to H&M and I buy myself a T-shirt there and I go and buy the same size T-shirt in Topman, it is a completely different size. Like completely different size. So I, for example, so I wear an XL. I, 
Uh, so yeah, I wear an XL in a t-shirt. If I was to buy an XL in H&M, it will fit fine. However, if I go, then go over to Topman and I buy an XL in Topman, it's too small. And I would need to buy a double XL in Topman. And then if I go to like, I don't know, if I go online and because I buy a lot of my stuff now from Boohoo and if I was to buy my stuff from Boohoo, I'll buy XL from Boohoo and it drowns me. So I have no idea about sizes anymore. I think people just whack a label on and just go, there you go, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like an XL. <laughs> yes, I've got to do all my clothes shopping online because they don't go over size 20. And Deborah, yes, sizes are different depending on the manufacturer. There you go. So sizes are different depending on the manufacturer. So it might not even be you guys who are listening to this and watching this at home that you you know this could just be the manufacturers that you're purchasing from maybe shop at boohoo where they just drown you in uh, in clothes <laughs> you know? they just drown you in material that's that's what they do that's what that's what they're there for uh, ps boohoo if you do want to sponsor me at some point you know <laughs> let me know hit me up <laughs> oh my god actually yeah i i do boohoo and i go on the curve plus and I can get away with sometimes a 16 in that because I think they do actually do for your curves, which is mm -hmm. what we need. I don't think us curvy girls can just go to a normal shop because our thighs are bigger, our hips are bigger, everything's bigger. Mm -hmm. Got a huge bum. So I need stretchy stuff for my bum. Feel free to shop at Boohoo. You know, it's, yeah. uh, it's a good one. Boohoo does not sponsor currently this podcast. Currently. <laughs> Currently. I uh, I am always looking for sponsors, Boohoo. So if you're watching this or listening to this, feel free to get in touch. And uh, you can sponsor the show and every, the, all the work that I do. Right. Here. I you know, I'm giving you free sponsorship here. <laughs> Come on. Just tag them in the comments. That's all I do. I, I do I do a, a lot of my episodes wearing uh, wearing my outfits from Boohoo and then I'll do my trailer and then I'll tag them in it. I'll go wearing my clothing from Boohoo hoping one day somebody <laughs> in the marketing team will be like, hey, let's sponsor this guy. But yes, anyway, I digress. Now, look at so we've obviously talked about the sizing and we've talked about people in the media. What can, what can the media do better? I, I, I do just think we need different size girls. Mm -hmm. We really do. These poor young girls that are growing up thinking that to be a size six is like the perfect way to be. But I do believe that they are actually doing a lot more now. They are different bodies, skin types, the lot you do see, even disabled. And I think it's amazing absolutely fantastic and uh, yeah i just think that we need to promote yeah plus size models basically that's it yeah we need as linda said to get normal people on tv and as sophie's quite rightly said here as well because this is a huge factor it's not good for your mental health all these different sizes having to buy bigger sizes really disheartens you when you know your own size and looking at that and flipping it onto the media side of things as well when you do see these beauty standards set by the media and you see these people and, you know, it goes with, with men as well as women as well, you know, there's a lot of body standards 
out there with the media and it does play on people's mental health. It can make people feel very, very bad about themselves to a point where mental illness grows more and things like anorexia, bulimia, unhealthy ways of living and losing weight start occurring. And I think that, again, yes, Katie has come come here, stop fat shaming, that's what they need to do. They need to make it more popular for big girls to be happy about themselves. Tanya, you're amazing, by the way. I actually shared an article a few weeks ago about the Daily Mirror, I think it was, who had, for two days on the trot, picked out celebrities who were big, when they were like in their eight, like in their teens or their early twenties, to versus who they are now. Oh, that was it. So it was Matthew Perry who played Chandler in Friends, and then they picked out Tom Cruise as well. And they showed a photo of first it was Matthew Perry when he played Friends, and then what he looks like now. Now, obviously, he's an older man. He's put on a bit of weight. It's been a long time. It's been many years since Friends, and our bodies change over time. And then again. Same with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise played loads of different action heroes and he was, you know, really young and fit in his younger life. And they put a picture of him when he was in Top Gun. So (laughs) millions of years ago, you know, prehistoric age, (laughs) with a picture of him now. And he'd obviously put on a bit of weight. And they were fat shaming both of them by saying, look how much weight that they put on. Oh, more burgers for me or whatnot. And it's like, that is not the... You can't, you can't do that. It is absolutely horrendous for the media to be portraying these people like that. I just think it's completely disgusting. I'd say I showed those articles a few weeks ago and I got really into it to say how disgusting it was and how people need to just stop listening to, to, to stuff like that. It's, it's, it's so bad. And everybody in the comment is right. You know, you can't, the media is to blame for stuff like this, for setting beauty standards and and for fat shaming and stuff like that. You can't be fat shaming people because it does cause insecurities, especially for younger people later on in life as well. Yeah, absolutely. That that is really disgusting. Because what what makes people think that maybe Matthew Perry wasn't happy back then or is happier now? Like, your opinion, that is proper negative. But like I'm a yeah. lot happier now, not be not needing to go when I go and eat out thinking, oh my God, I better get a salad because people are looking at me. Or when you go, you know, when you go, <laughs> when you go to an all you can eat buffet, I'm like, I don't care. I'll go up for a fifth plate. Get me <laughs> a plate now. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing, right? It's you, it's you. Do what you want. Yeah. Do it. Definitely. The Perfectly, perfect example of what you've just said there were about Matthew Perry, who's to say that he was happy or unhappy way back then. So Scarlett Moffat, she released a fitness DVD. So she released a fitness DVD. She was you know, signed by these people to, to make a fitness DVD. So she'd already started losing weight, made this fitness DVD. And then she got down to a size, whatever it was, it doesn't matter. She got herself looking quite thin. And it was all over newspapers and everything when she started piling the weight back on again. And it really did a number on her mental health. And she did an interview and she said that the reason that I put on the weight was because I didn't like myself being that thin. I found that it changed who I was. 
as a person. I wasn't this happy, bubbly, enjoying my life. I was down to really strict meals per day. I was down to doing daily exercise like for hours on end. I was a really horrible person to be around. And I felt my happiest when I was larger. And so therefore I stopped doing these things. I became the person that I was and I'm just happier now. Just think it's that like, in itself just speaks for speaks a million words. Yeah, exactly. Like, is this how my body's supposed to be? Because I'm literally just living my life. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I was to eat salad and do regimes, that's not my body. So if I just live my life day to day as normal, then this is how my body's supposed to be. Because I've I've not put on weight, I've not lost weight for a good couple of years now. So I'm like, well, this is who I am. So that I think that was another step for me as well, where it's like, well, this is how I'm supposed to be then. This is mm-hmm. just how I am. Instead of exactly. adjusting my lifestyle. Exactly that. Exactly yeah. that. What does the future look like for you with obviously social media? What what's the next step? What do you want to do? The next step for me, but just carry on doing what I'm doing. I'm trying to promote it. I'm trying to give that confidence boost to other girls and just to try and keep it, keep it going. And I think that a lot of girls need to hear it every now and again, be like, Mm -hmm. you're beautiful. Like my inbox is always open. I will help whoever, whoever needs it, whoever needs a smile. I'm a, I've got terrible jokes but I will try and make you laugh. Um, <laughs> um, and I, I just want to do that for the girls because I know what it's like. I know the whole depression and everything inside of it. And I know the black hole and it's hard to get out. It's, it's awful to feel like girls can't dress how they want because of society. It, it's awful. It really is. And nobody needs to feel like that. No. Nobody. Is there... Anything that we haven't discussed that you would like the opportunity to discuss now? No, I don't think so. No, that's it. No? No. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you've kind of wrapped this episode in a nice little bow with what you've just said there anyway, with about, you know, changing people's mentality, making people feel better in their own skin and doing more of that going forward. What would you want to say to the world out there right now? Be who you want and own that shit. <laughs> yes. But get me on Instagram if you ever need a pick me up, whatever. It's open. I will comment back. Um, so it is fat ph with a ph phat underscore society. I'm on there. You'll see all different kind of pictures of me, videos. Yeah, if you if you need to kick up the bum, I'm here. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna post all of those social media links out, guys. If you are listening to this on the podcast, make sure you check the show notes as well for the direct links for the Fat Society Instagram as well. To be able to go and follow and drop a DM over on there as well. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so so much for coming on the show. It has been an absolute treat having you on today's show have you enjoyed it i really have <laughs> I'm, coming I'm coming back i've got to think of something else now um, yeah, you, i've you got four cats gonna be the crazy cat lady <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you can come back anytime, anytime you want to just spill some tea about some shit that you want to, then you're more than welcome to come back anytime. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, until we spill it again, uh, you now can say your goodbyes. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening and watching. No worries. See you soon. See you later. Bye. Wow, what an amazing episode. Oh, God, I've never laughed that much in my life. <laughs> what a great episode. I'm sure that you'll all agree. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Spill It. Thank you to everybody who has dropped them comments all the way through today's episode as well. It has been an absolute treat having you all on the show. And, of course, thank you to everybody who has listened to this episode on the podcast. I value you so much. Thank you so much for listening all the way through to the end. There are four episodes left of season two of Spill It. I have got some great guests lined up for you. Young Era is going to be joining us, an up-and-coming artist in the UK who is going to be flying over to LA to record some more music and do some live performances and everything. Well, I've managed to snag him to have a, a, an interview with me next week. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. The week after as well, I'm going to be speaking about autism around Christmas as well. We've got Beverly Evans coming onto the show to talk about autistic children and Christmas, how we can, you know, think a little bit better when it comes to children who have autism around Christmas, different gift ideas and how we can change our behaviours as well. I'm also going to be speaking to Simon Nag, who's going to be joining us from Disco Jackers, who entertained a bunch of people during lockdowns by playing live music over on his Twitch channel. He's going to be here talking about that experience and also talking about music in general, his inspirations and what he does to, you know, be inspired and do these gigs everywhere and anywhere. And then lastly, to close off December, you're going to get a little bit of me. That's right. I'll be closing off season two of Spill It at the end of December, talking about the year of 2021 in the world of Spill It. My name is Marcus Wright. When I don't do this, I run a life coaching business called MW Coaching which I work with people who are on the recovery of mental illness and help them get their life back on track, whether that be getting themselves into a new job, making themselves feel a little bit better and stop standing in their own way and telling themselves that they're not good enough because you are good enough. You will always be good enough. So that is my life coaching business, MW Coaching, Mental Wellness Coaching or Marcus Wright Coaching, whichever way you want to look at it. All of that and more you'll be able to find over on the Spillit website, which is www.spillit.uk. And if you wanted to get in touch with me about the coaching side of things or you wanted to get in touch with me about anything to do with Spillit, then you can do my email address is marcus at spillit.uk or you can get in touch with me via Instagram. If you've got questions about tonight's show, if you've got questions about this episode or any other episode that we've done, or you wanted to get involved with Spillit because, you know, I'm hiring a team. Why not? Let's get, let's go big or go home, right? If you're wanting to be part of Spill It, be part of the production team of Spill It, or you're wanting to host your own Spill It show, then you can do, just get in touch, drop me a message or follow me on Instagram and drop me a DM on 
there you can find all of my social medias by just searching for spill it underscore markers anywhere you find a social media platform there i will be spill it underscore markers <laughs> if you're wanting to support me and the work that i do you can do it's easy to do so all you ever ever have to do is head over to the spill it website you can join the official Patreon. There's some fun things happening over there in the next season of Spill It. You'll be able to get discount off merch. You'll also be able to get your little pin badges, your little Spill, spill It monthly pin badges. You get a little nice postcard from me every month as well as a thank you. But more importantly, you get all of those bonus episodes as well. All that for just £2 a month. That is it. It is less than the price of a coffee at Costa. Sorry, Costa, you don't sponsor me. So, you know, I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> but you can sponsor me by just donating £2 per month over on Patreon. We're growing the community over there. It's going to get bigger and better over to 2022 as well. And, of course, you can buy merchandise. The Spill It Beanie hats, they're on clearance at the moment. £3.50. You can buy a Spill It Beanie hat, and I will deliver it to wherever you are. If you're over in the US, if you're in Norway, hey, Norway listeners, thanks for uh, joining once again. But, yeah, if you are in whichever country you are, it doesn't matter. Let me know which Spill It Beanie hat you want, and I will get one to you. £3.50, that is it. And that takes us to the end of the show. Thank you again so very much for absolutely everybody who has continued to support Spill It, for continuing to listen to me and my ramblings, and listening so attentively to my guests, and being so active in the comments. It's been amazing i absolutely love you guys but it's not over yet there's four episodes left so until we spill it again it's bye for now